Welcome back to It's Just a Dream, the podcast where we share our dreams and sometimes even analyze yours. My name is Hawa, and thank you so much for being here with me as I share another crazy dream to you. I really appreciate it. Happy New Year's! I hope you guys had a good New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I hope you're bringing good energy, positivity, all that jazz into the new year. I'm going to be honest, I didn't think I'd make it this this far. <laughs> I didn't even think the podcast was going to make it this far, so that's pretty cool. The one-year anniversary is coming up, and that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys had a really good New Year's. I spent mine with my mom. There's this tradition that we do where there's this um, African dish called cow feet. Sounds gross, but like, hey, hear me out. It's called cow feet and it's like the hooves, <laughs> the hooves of the cow. And it's just very healthy. It's just very healthy, healthy, help. Shut up, Hawa. Anyways, it's a very thick soup um, that you eat with bread and you usually have it during the New Year. So I made it. I made it this time. I made it for me and my mom to have during the New Year's. And it's like supposed to be like the first thing you eat during the New Year's, right? Very, very good. Very yummy. It's very spicy. It's delicious. has onions. I put a lot of onion in it because I like onions. And yeah, it was it was a good New Year's. I got to spend it with the person I love the most, which is my mom. Um. Anyways, in today's bonus episode, dun dun dun, bonus. I thought it would be interesting if we actually analyzed one of my dreams. Recently, I've been having a lot of nightmares. I mentioned it. I mentioned it in the last episode that I had like sleep paralysis, and then I later fell asleep and had a really bad nightmare, <laughs> like back to back to back. So I thought I would take one of those nightmares, analyze it. And kind of just let you have an insight of like how my mind works and how my subconscious delivers messages to me, which is very brutally, (laughs) very rude. Like you could send me like a text mama's like this is not it. So we're going to break this down into three sections. Uh, First, I'm going to tell you the dream because you got to know. Then we're going to do like a critical analysis where we're just gonna look at all the themes, the meanings, the symbols, what that means, all of that stuff without knowing context. Then we're gonna do what my African mother would say, because 
she has some very weird ways that she analyzes dreams. Uh, for example, she always told me that if you have a dream where you're arguing with someone, that's a good thing because that means your relationship is going to be stronger. But if you have a dream where you're laughing and having fun with someone, that's really bad because that means they're going to dance on your grave when you die. I think that's a bit extreme. <laughs> I think it's only natural for you to have good dreams about your friends because you know they're your friends so obviously you would want to have dreams where you're hanging out with them I don't know but you know maybe she's right I don't know and then finally I'm gonna give you some context and what I think the dream means with the context and how I interpret it and so yeah I think this will be a really fun episode like I said it's the morning right now I usually record podcast episodes at night so this might be more fun and interesting. It might sound more awake, more cool. I even changed like the intro song and everything. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. So like I mentioned before, I had this dream a few nights ago after my sleep paralysis debacle. Um, and I had a couple of nightmares, but this is the one I want to specifically look at just because it's the one that's the most vivid and it's the one that woke me up. It's specifically the one that made me wake up and bake bread. <laughs> because whenever I'm scared or I'm in a stressful situation, I now just like bake. Not good for my weight, but who freaking cares? <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the nightmare I really want to focus on. So in this nightmare, I'm in my bedroom and I was sleeping in my bedroom and I wake up to see that all the lights are off. As I mentioned a hundred times before, I am scared of the dark. I don't like the dark. I don't know if this fear is rational or irrational. Like, I'm petrified of the dark. So I always have the lights on in my room. I have like a lamp in there so I can always have the lights on and sleep comfortably. But when I wake up, all the lights are off. And so I try to get out of bed to go turn back on the lights and I'm suddenly pinned back down into my bed and I'm like fighting the best I can and I'm trying to scream. But for some reason, my scream is not audible. I can't like make the noise to scream. I'm like doing the action and screaming as loud as I can, but like nothing is coming out. And so I look down and a bunch of these severed hands are just crawling all over me, just all over me, holding me down. Right. And they're just very like, like rough, hairy hands just holding me down. And eventually my own hands like pop off <laughs> my, my own hands, betray me, freaking betray me, pop off my freaking arm and start pinning me down as well so they're all pinning me down and eventually they like rip open my sleeping blouse and start to disembowel me they rip my stomach open and start ripping out my guts and throwing them into the darkness and I can hear something in the darkness like eating <laughs> eating my guts <laughs> basically eating me basically eating me and by the way this was painful like I I felt it which we'll get into a little bit later but 
it was eating me and I could hear it laughing and I could hear it eating, but I couldn't see it in the darkness because the way that my room is set up, my bed is in front of my closet and my closet door is usually open because I broke it because I'm dumb. (laughs) But usually I have the lights on, so it's not a big deal. I can see my clothes in there, but obviously I couldn't. And so it's just this black void and I could just hear this thing like munching ASMR style, like mukbang style, just eating like... "Mm." delicious and (laughs) just just freaking eating me and laughing at me and I'm like crying and trying to scream trying to scream so hard and it's like not working and eventually I'm completely empty inside and then I woke up (laughs) so yeah that's the that's the freaking dream intense you can see why I was so scared so yeah um and when I woke up my throat was so dry my throat was unbelievably dry and it felt very raw it felt like I was screaming so I don't know if I was actually screaming while I had this dream my mom didn't wake up and my mom's a very light sleeper so I don't know if I was actually screaming but when I woke up my throat was so raw and so so dry and it it felt like it just felt horrible. And yeah, that's the dream. So let's get into analyzing it. So where I want to start is the setting of the dream, which was my bedroom and my bed. So bedrooms often represent sort of like a safe place, right? Specifically, a safe place that you claim as yours right usually people's bedrooms are kind of like an insight to their mind the way you customize it the way it's organized can all really show how your mind works so it's very intimate and very private not anyone can just go into my bedroom right like if the mailman comes to drop off mail I'm not going to be like hey you want to come into my bedroom no right Certain people are only allowed access to the bedroom. It's a very private place. It's where you go to change, to get dressed, to sleep, you know. Um, You can bring an intimate partner there to do the the devil's tango, you know. Um, So it's a very private place. And then the bed usually represents comfort, right? So it's a place where you sleep. It's a place where you do the devil's tango, right? It's a place where you kind of chillax. You could like go on your phone, go on TikTok and chill, right? So it's a place that is gives you comfort. So the fact that such violence happens in a place that I deem my safe place and I deem my com- comfort zone probably represents in real life that I feel like someone is trying to pry into my private life trying to pry into my safe space in a very aggressive manner next thing we can look into is hands hands mama hands mean so much right hands usually represent relationships that you have and how they connect you to the real world right And so the fact that these hands were severed and by themselves uh, usually means that the person who's dreaming this is feeling very lonely and they're feeling like their points of views and their opinions and their thoughts are not getting 
across to the people they're in relationship with, right? Friendships, intimate partners, parents, all of that jazz, right? And so they feel like someone is not understanding or someone is not trying to understand them. So they feel either ignored or feel like they're being shut out, right? And the way the hands look can also represent how they feel within the relationship. In this case, the hands were very hairy. So um, you might feel that this relationship is very rough towards you. You know, rough, hairy hands are not gentle at all. Um, And then we talked about you feel like someone's not hearing you. Let's go into a silent scream, right? I was screaming in that dream. I was yelling. I was going, help, help, police. And no one heard me. So silent scream can represent multiple things. Also, sidetrack, I've had a lot of dreams recently, just in general. Um, Even more complex dreams where I'm screaming, whether it's silent or not, and I'm just not being heard. Like, people are just not listening to me. So that's very telling. (laughs) I got issues. Um, But a silent scream can represent a lot of emotions. It usually represents anger fear frustration or helplessness and it depends on the context in this context it kind of represents helplessness and fear right i'm being attacked i'm being disemboweled like some american horror story type shit oh my gosh roanoke what but i'm being disemboweled and i'm screaming for help i'm scared i'm feeling helpless and i'm feeling a little bit frustrated as well because i'm screaming for help and i i can't And so I'm getting frustrated that I can't scream for help and get the aid that I need. Um, A silent scream can also represent that in real life you feel, again, like you're not being heard. You're, You're crying out for help, but no one's listening to you or no one can hear you. I keep mentioning disemboweled. Let's get into that. Um, Firstly, subconscious, we got to talk. There are are other ways to let me know. You, I didn't have to be disemboweled, okay? You could have just wrote a note. I don't know. <laughs> disemboweled? Like, damn. But usually when you're disemboweled, it can mean two things. A, it means that you're trying to keep things together, but life is falling apart, right? So you're trying to keep up this facade, um, keep all of your emotions in but they're like coming out, they're spilling out of you, right? Or your strength and your ability to stand up for yourself is being attacked, right? Those are the two. A third one is something is eating up inside of you and it's going to break out of you, kind of, right? Like something is eating up inside of you and it wants to come out and you're trying to keep it in, but it's not going to stay in. And honestly, all all three of these could qualify to me. I don't even know. But yeah. Oh, being restrained. I was going to mention that. Being restrained uh, usually means that, A, I'm either holding myself back and not expressing myself, or B, someone else is holding me back and not allowing myself to express myself, right? Um, It could also mean that these relationships... Uh, with the hands and these relationships could be holding me back and making me feel like I can't speak, feel like I can't scream, all of that stuff. Um, so I might need to look into those relationships. 
Um, another thing is the monster, right? Oftentimes we dream about monsters and the monster usually represents something in real life. The fact that I couldn't see this monster means I don't know what this threat is, but whatever it is, it's going to lead to my demise. (laughs) This threat is dangerous and I know it's dangerous, but I don't know exactly what it is. So I don't know how to address it. It also means that there's something deeper going on that I need to self-reflect on and really try to understand. Again, subconscious, you could have made this easy, right? You could have made this easy, but you're making it difficult. Writing a note would have helped, but okay. But it means I need, there's something a lot deeper that I don't understand that I need to really look into in myself and then lastly damages there was some uh, I woke up with my throat aching like I've been screaming so oftentimes in in some dreams you can wake up with bruises or scratch marks um a sore throat like I did as if the injuries you got in your dream you've sustained in real life oftentimes um this kind of segues into African mom this usually means that someone's put a curse on you that's what my mom would say that someone's put a curse on you that they're trying to hurt you they had her like a witch doctor but usually it means that you're not getting enough melatonin you're not getting enough melatonin and so the mechanism that keeps you paralyzed uh, which causes sleep paralysis that keeps you basically paralyzed and makes you not act out your dreams isn't working and it's causing you to act out your dreams instead. I very well could have just been screaming <laughs> that entire time. That's why my throat hurt. Um, Yeah. So now that was a perfect segue into my African mom. What does she think? She thinks I got cursed. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I got cursed, but she thinks that this dream is a bad omen sent by someone who wants to make it very clear that they don't want me to be their friend anymore. Um, which I, when I get to the third section, I kind of know that there's a couple people who don't want to be my friends anymore, but I don't think they have the power. Maybe it was my ex-roommate because <laughs> she did some voodoo shit. But <laughs> I highly doubt it. I don't think I got cursed, but that's what she thinks. Um, and she told me to drink water. So when your mom tells you to drink water, drink water. It's going to cure everything. Okay, so now let's get into what I think the interpretation is, what the message I'm supposed to be getting from this, some context, and then analyze, do like a quick analy, <laughs> a quick analy of the other dreams I had that night because I had a couple and some of them were just like strange like um a couple of NCT members showed up um (laughs) sidetrack NCT came out with a new uh album for 2021 and it's really good I like the song okay and birthday party and There's another song I like, Miracles, all of it. It's been really, really good. So I've been listening to it. I've been bumping it. And um, a couple of the members showed up in my dream. 
it was very interesting. I, this is not the first time I had a NCT member. I've had a NCT member showed up in my dream. Actually, in the next long form dream, Jayun from NCT shows up in that dream, and I don't want to give any spoilers, but the way that dream ended, I got so mad at him that I uns I like unstanded NCT. Like I deleted all of their songs. I would delete any video mention of them because I was so mad at him for what he did in this dream. Because what he did in this dream was so fucked up, bro. So messed up. I was so mad at him. Angry. Uh, <laughs> um. So, yeah. But even still, like, to this day, like, I'll listen to NCT. And every time I see him, I'm just like, I know what you did. I can't look at you the same. I know what you did to me. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, so, some context for this dream. Firstly, what I think it means, I think it means I need to reevaluate the relationships I have in my life and the friends I have in my life. And I need to talk to them because I haven't felt like I am not feeling listened by them. I don't feel like they're trying to listen to me. I don't feel like they're understanding me. Or they even want to understand me. I don't feel. I feel like I've been crying out for help and trying to talk to them, and I've just been met with silence. I also think this dream is trying to tell me that if I don't um, reconsider these friendships, relationships, if I don't talk to these people and tell them how I feel and just be blunt and upfront about it. Um, it's gonna kill me. <laughs> it's literally gonna, it's gonna keep eating me up inside until it ends in my death, you know? And yeah, that's what I'm getting from it. So some context for that, because that sounds so dramatic. <laughs> like, without context, you're like, oh my god, it's not even that deep. But, <laughs> um, uh, I was originally at school, right, in L.A., and I ended up leaving and coming back home because I had a psychotic break. <laughs> it was very bad. It was awful. Um, I ended up trying to take my own life at the school. So I got put in a psych ward. That whole part, it was messy. The school did not know how to handle that. They called the police on me. <laughs> I got detained. I got put in like a a freaking holding cell for like three hours and they just like forgot about me and then I was put into like a freaking psych ward for three days and the psych ward gave me medication but they wouldn't tell me what they they told me the medication was for anxiety but then when I went to the doctor the doctor was like this is not anxiety medication they gave you something completely different so it was it was a whole debacle a whole mess but I came back home and ever since I've been home I, I was at school I left abruptly and I came back home and it seems like no one noticed that I'm gone <laughs> or if they did notice, they're not telling me. Um, I've been trying to reach out to my friends at school, texting, calling, um, just any way possible just to talk to them just because right now I'm at a very vulnerable state. Obviously, I'm getting help, but the help can only go so far. I have an appointment to talk to a therapist. I have an appointment to talk to a psychiatrist, but I can't see the therapist until May and the psychiatrist until August. 
So I'm kind of <laughs> put in a blockade. So I'm kind of in a situation where I kind of really need my friends. I just need someone to just talk to. Just not even about my mental health and how I'm doing. Just to talk. Because, you know, they're my friends. And I haven't been able to talk to any of my friends at school. Um, I've been trying to call. I've been trying to text. I've been trying to message them any way possible. And I've just gotten radio silence. Just absolutely nothing so I don't know (laughs) what's going on I don't know if maybe they're just really busy and they just can't message me but even then like a small like hey I'm really busy so sorry text would be nice you know especially since there's like two friends in particular that I've been trying to reach out because I just really need to talk to them and I just I haven't been able to I've been calling them every single day I've been trying to text them every single day and I've just received nothing But then I'll hear from like a third party that they're like, oh, my God, everybody misses you, Hawa. Everyone, everyone really misses you. They're so worried about you. And I'm like, well, I haven't heard shit. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I haven't heard anything. I've heard nothing. If they miss me they're I tell them to text me, like tell them to call me, because from my point of view, it's like I never existed. And this isn't the first time this has happened. I, I mentioned like probably a hundred times there's gonna be a bonus episode about it but I mentioned that I was in a shooting and I had to leave school I had to graduate early in my senior year and it really affected me it really hurt me that I had to leave just because you know your senior year it's like the most important year whatever but I left abruptly the last time people saw me was prom and then I just never showed up to school again And no one, none of my friends messaged me. None of my friends texted me. None of them checked up on me to make sure I was okay. I think one person, one person checked up on me. And that was it. And the rest, I would just hear from my sister being like, oh my God, Hawa, everybody misses you at school. Everyone is so worried about you. And I'm like, well, can you tell them to text me? Because it doesn't seem like it. From my point of view, I'm reaching out to people and no one is reaching back to me I'm not getting anything so I don't know what they're thinking because they're not telling me and it makes me feel some type of way it's like what's going on especially since some of them a couple of friends that night when I did try to take my life said some really hurtful things and so yeah just yeah so with everything that we know about what hands mean, disemboweled, um, the silent scream definitely shows frustration. Like I'm, I'm screaming out for help. I've <laughs> been screaming out for help for a while and it just feels like it's being ignored. It feels like, it feels like no one really cares <laughs> unless I'm about to kill myself. Then they suddenly care and they're like, I'm here for you. How I'm here for you. But then when I reach out and I'm like, hey, I really need to talk to you, there's there's no one there. <laughs> there's no one there. So tip, don't tell people that. Don't tell people that you're here for them. Be more specific. It's more helpful when you're more specific. What can I do for you right now? Is there anything you need? What can I, like, just be more specific. It's more helpful because I can't do anything with I'm here for you because most of the time it's not true. Um, the feeling lonely that 
I've been feeling very lonely. I have no one to talk to <laughs> but my mom and Leah. I talked to Leah, obviously. She was on the podcast, a guest twice. Uh, Jay, also, I talked to them. And that's that's pretty much it. Those are the people that I talked to. Um, A couple of old, old high school friends, but not the people who... I mean, you know, these people I've, I've, I was there, right? I was there. I existed. They hung out with me. We hung out every single day. I practically lived with a couple of them and I suddenly disappear and it makes me like feel like my life and my existence doesn't really matter. Like there's no point. <laughs> and it definitely does not help the suicidal thoughts. I'll, t- I'll tell you what does not help the suicidal thoughts at all. It kind of just confirms that like there's no there's no point of me being here you know if yeah it's you know whatever um being restrained I obviously feel this way and I feel very comfortable saying it on the podcast because um you guys don't know me so uh, but I don't feel comfortable enough to tell these people this is how I actually feel like I I am actively holding myself back from telling them how they feel because part of me thinks that like you know maybe I'm it's my fault like I'm not doing enough like maybe they're just really busy and they can't text me or they can't even let me know that they're busy that's how busy they are or maybe I'm not being clear enough that I need them there or maybe I don't know maybe I'm doing something wrong but I don't know what I'm doing wrong and that could also represent that monster in the dark that unknown I don't really I'm kind of in the dark (laughs) actually right now I don't know what's going on with these relationships I don't I'm not being told anything and so I can't do anything with these relationships and it's eating me up inside and I'm kind of feeding this dark void of thoughts, you know? And, yeah. Which, like, kind of sucks because <laughs> there's only there's only so much I can do before I need to reach out for help, you know? And so when when these situations happen and this is not my first rodeo I've I've always felt like I don't belong um or like I'm not wanted or I don't I'm not like permitted in a space which gets into one of the dreams I had where Mark (laughs) from NCT was in where my friends in LA invited me to a party so I flew out there to go to the party and I like tried to go into the party, but the door was closed. So I couldn't get into the party. But there are people inside the building being like, Howa, come on, come in, come in, come in. And I'm like, I- I- I'm trying, but the door, <laughs> the door is closed. And so I would like walk away from the door and it would like creak open. So I'd run back and the door would, cl- would close. It's like that episode of SpongeBob <laughs> where like the bus, the bus would just like keep coming when he's not looking and then when he looks it would like go away it was just like that and then 
how Mark plays into it was he informed me that the door was closed. And I was I was getting mad at him because he was just standing there and he's like, hey, the door keeps closing every time you try to go there. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. Thank you. He's like, I was just letting you know, like, it seems like they don't want you in there. And I was like, thank you, Mark. Thank you. And he's like, you're welcome. And then he went into the party and he was just partying there with my friends and I couldn't get in and they kept telling me to come in. They're like, what's taking you so long? Come in, come in. And I'm like, open the door, (laughs) open the door for me. So that dream kind of represents the, the feeling of just like not being listened to, not being wanted, just feeling like I don't, I'm not welcomed in the space that is being provided for me. I don't really know that. It's just, it kind of goes into the uh, that other dream. And then I had another dream where I had a, I'm not going to really get into it, but I had a really bad argument with my mom. And that's when she told me that if you have arguments in your dream, it's actually a really good thing because that means the relationship's going to get stronger. And yeah. And it was like the argument. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the argument, but that one was also really hurtful as well. And yeah. <laughs> a little dark but yeah it's just you know it's hard because it's it's easier said than done it's easier to know what I have to do I know I need to talk to these people I know I need to express to them how I feel and be like hey I understand if you're really busy and all of that stuff but like I would really appreciate it if you could just like let me know if you're busy or not because from my point of view I don't know what's going on but I'm not a very good I'm a very passive person by nature I've just I was just raised to be very passive so I'm not very good at confrontation or just talking to people as I like to think I am unless I'm really pushed to it or sometimes someone will push my buttons and I'll just like come out and I'll be like oh but yeah so yeah that is the analysis of my dream some context and all of that jazz I hope you enjoy sorry it was such a downer (laughs) um but you know that's kind of just the reality of the situation you know not everything is sunshine and rainbows sometimes life sucks and the situation you're in sucks and you just have to take life one step at a time and hope you don't fall right so yeah this was the bonus episode i hoped you enjoyed thank you so much for listening to me ramble and shoot the shit and vent and analyze my my crazy nightmare Um, if you have some nightmares or some dreams or just some wacky things that you want me to analyze in this similar fashion, in this similar setup, let me know. Email me at it's just a dream podcast two at gmail.com and I will definitely take a look at your dreams. I would love to hear about your dreams. That would make me so happy. Um, If you don't want to email me, you can also go on Anchor. If you listen to the podcast via Anchor, you can go on Anchor and actually leave a voice message and tell me your dream or 
tell me that my voice sounds nice or tell me my voice sounds horrible. I don't know. Like, I mean, if you listen this far and you you think my voice sounds horrible, you're like kind of like a masochist. (laughs) But, you know, I would love to hear your voice. I'd love to hear your opinion. Let me know if you want more dream analysis like this. Um, And yeah, well, that's all I have for you. So I hope you have a wonderful day night or whatever time it is when you're listening to this make sure you drink some water stay hydrated make sure you eat something okay and make sure you take care of yourself and remember that i love you to the moon and back to the stars above and beyond i'll see you soon till we dream again